Welcome to Question Everything, the podcast that asks who, what, when, where, and why, but mostly why. I'm Crystal Jeffrey, and I'm an Aries. And I am Jessica Jeffrey, and I am not nearly as angry as this podcast shows me to be. That's a plus. Yeah. I'm glad I wouldn't be married to you if you were this angry. <laughs> I don't know why these subjects make me so, like, fiery. I don't either, but you, you... You had your censoring um, work cut out for you this week. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be... But you're also a Pisces. I am a Pisces. So we'll... And we are both born in March. And with that, here's to March and spring. Yay, March! So it's March. Happy March! It's important month. Our birthday. It is that as well, yeah. So... We have a lot going on. Spring's here, you know, getting all festive, finally getting a little bit warmer so we can get the sun going on, right? Not be vampires anymore. Not, not be vampires anymore. That, that's what matters. That's definitely what matters. So what, what calendar do we follow with all of this now that we're in the month of March? We have a calendar, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, the 12-month calendar. Yes, which is? Gregorian? Gregorian calendar. Really? There you go. Very cool. Yes. That was a wild ass guess. <laughs> so <laughs> they got that off of a Roman calendar that was believed to have been invented by Romulus, who was the first king of Rome, all the way back. Definitely not from Romulan ale. No. Not way before that, too. He he was <gasps> Do you get that reference? Sure. Really? Yeah. Totally. No. Nope. You don't. Yeah, nope. That's a Star Trek reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely before Star Trek, too. So he was the first king of Rome <laughs> back in 753 BC. So he's way back. He's before Christ. He's like, he's really, he's living it pre internet, pre AC, <laughs> pre COVID. He's like, I don't need no 12 months. Let's just stick with 10. So he's back there doing his thing, kinging. Kingin. And they didn't have much going on in winter, so they were like, I don't need to name those months. Nothing's going on anyway, so what do we care? So the year didn't really start until March. That's when, you know, spring starts doing stuff. What if you're born in the winter? Do you just not have a birthday? You don't matter. Screw you if you're born in the winter. We don't give a shit. Yeah, you you don't matter. Winter was basically dead, and it was time of that the government wasn't doing anything, the military wasn't active. You're kind of just hibernating and staying warm and waiting for life to resume. Wow. So, yeah. So they were kind of just, you know, doing their own thing. So they only have their 10 months, and March was the first one. I apologize in advance for any of the names I am about to butcher. I mean no disrespect. I'm just an ignorant person who cannot read. You can read. Therefore, March was named after Mars. Um, the god of war, and it was named this because this was the month that the uh, military became active again and started battling and whatnot. So March, or Martius, was there for March for Mars. And then May came along in June. So we got those two going on. And they were also named after a god and goddess. Pronounce them. I don't want to... You're asking for my help. Yes. I would say that one's Maya. 
probably for May, right? Maya for May and Juno. Juno for June. Can do Juno. Aprilis for April. And Aprilis for April, yes. So, dot to stem from the Latin for. And I also apologize if I'm saying this wrong. For. Oh, that's a Latin word. Yeah, we're going Latin now. Aperio? Aperio. We're going Aperio. Meaning to open. Ah, like flowers do in there April. There you go. There we go. Opening buds of the springtime. That's and cool. the rest were simply named after some numbers because why not? We were, we were kind of getting, they were creative at first. And they were like, you know what? I, I, I'm done. Let's, I'm let's over just, it. Yeah, let's just. <laughs> the rest were named simply after numbers. So yeah. the original. Sept. Don't get ahead of me. Stop reading oh, ahead. Okay, sorry. Latin meant the fifth. Not that I'm reading ahead. I know this stuff. I smart can, sometimes. The fifth is Quintilius. Pretty sure I'm saying that wrong as well. Quintilius, Six. Quint. Sixth is then. Sextilis. Seventh is September. Eighth, Sept. October. Oct. Ninth is November. November. And then tenth is December. December. There we are. And then you're officially in winter and people don't give a shit. Yeah, and then nothing matters again because everyone's just huddled up trying to, you know, stay alive. That's why you said the calendar started in March. So March is one. Yes. Do three, four, five, six, seven, mm-hmm. except eight. Yes. Oct to month 10. And then 11, 12 just doesn't matter. Yeah. And then it got That's all cool. jacked up because they did decide to add stuff later because they kind of figured out it might matter just a little bit to this. So why wouldn't, couldn't they add January and February to the end and keep... Seven, eight, nine, ten. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Originally, January, Januarius, and February, Februarius, were added to the end, giving the 12 months the proper names. January named after then Janus. Who screwed it up? Because I know somebody. Todd for the beginnings and transitions, which is fitting there. <laughs> In February, is named, um, is believed to be named from February. An ancient festival dedicated to ritual springtime cleaning and washing. Yeah, what is it called? Oh, spring cleaning. There's stuff that we do all year long. Yeah, pretty much. So to answer your question on who screwed all of this up, the answer, Julius Caesar. Ah, he screwed a lot up. Yeah, when he became the chief priest or... Pontifex Maximus. He decided to say, you know what? It's not enough that I have this really sweet gig all the way up yonder. I have to go jack up some stuff. So what can I what can I find to jack up? And he decided to start with well, not maybe start with, but he decided to go after the calendar. And that's what he did. Oh Jesus. He's the Trump of the early ages. You know what? How do you bring Trump into this? I don't Trump's know. Trump's way, way in the future at this point. You still gotta just just let it go. He's just screwing shit up. You know, let it Hey him- there's two. <laughs> so Caesar wanted to do this because he wanted to reform the calendar so that the 12 months were based on Earth's revolutions around the sun. It was the solar calendar and it's the one that we have today. Yeah. So January, February moved to the beginning of the year. Leap years were introduced to keep the calendar aligned with the solar year. And here we are. Then the winter months of January and February remained a time of reflection, peace, New beginnings and purification. And then Caesar died. 
And nobody went, let's put this stuff back the way it makes sense. No. When Caesar died, they decided to rename Quintilius July in honor of Julius Caesar. Jesus. So that's why we have July. Is that why we have August? Augustus? Yeah. Again, stop reading ahead. Was read yeah, Sextilius was renamed August in honor of the Roman Emperor Augustus in eight BC. Oh, and then why the, do people need their name on stuff? Well, they See, was, I didn't swear that time. There were several emperors after them who tried to name the various months after themselves, but none of those actually survives. Hence, why we still just have September and December and the not fun names. <laughs> If we jump ahead quite a bit later to 1582, after Christ, because there's there's no BC going on at this point, we're we're more recent. We have AD then. Yes, depending on who you're asking, could be C E C E O Coronera C E. That's yeah. right. Pope Gregory the Thirteenth introduced a number of reforms to the Julian calendar, and there was just some inaccuracies and adjustments that needed to be made, and that that's what he decided to do. The, the biggest issue that he had was that Juli- the Julian calendar had overestimated the amount of time that it took for Earth to revolve around the sun. So they changed it from 365.25 days to 365.2425 days. So that actually gave us leap years every four years. Oh my God. So they had to, they wanted to make sure that the dates and the equinoxes and solstices all lined up and that the date of Easter would once again align and follow the dates that it's supposed to. Because that's what Jesus oh, wanted. Uh, yeah, because that's what Jesus, Jesus wanted. It's all about the Christians. Everything has to do with freaking Christians. Now, I know you are a huge, huge person into basketball and sports. <laughs> so... This might not come to a big shock to you, but March Madness just happens to happen in March. It is a huge basketball game for the NBA. It's it's huge. So it's running this year from March 15th to April 6th. And a correlation with that is there is a lot of distracted employees and unproductive workers kind of just screwing around. And it seems to be one of the more downfalls of the working year is March because of the distractions of basketball because you you never know so it's it's not one of the most productive months oh yeah no because of basketball but the hell does basketball okay go on they they got their own thing going on they got a they got betting pool parties and, and they got priorities and stuff they got to deal with. So let, let them do their thing. And another plus, though, for that, it's the best month to have vasectomies <laughs> because you need a day of recuperation and relaxation with some ice down yonder, just kind of chilling. You can't do anything. So there's actually a surge according to life science that the number of visectomies surges during that first week of Mar- Mar- March Madness because you have to just sit around and not do anything to keep your swelling down. If you're not going to, you know, do anything for the entire day, 
it's like, why not just do something that you want to do watching TV? And it's a quote from a urologist, Dr. Steve Jones. He told that to Fox News. And it makes sense. So sure. This this is this is the month to go get your vasectomy done. It's a good thing I never need a vasectomy. That's true. That's true. Grant, I don't know how they're really gonna be doing the, the sports right now. I mean they did the gold globes with everybody on Zoom meetings. Oh that so. must have been riveting. <laughs> Get all clammed up to go to your living room. <laughs> Another staple of March, beyond our March Madness and vasectomies. And birthdays. And our birthdays, yes, is daylight savings time. Oh ew. That's we're just happen to live in one of the all of the states, minus a couple that are very, very fortunate that decide not to op, um, observe daylight savings time and where we're sadly not one of the lucky ones in that one but it started back when i don't know ben franklin right ben franklin yep that's so all i know ben franklin said it as a joke back in 1784 he was trying to uh, save money and again joking he wrote a satirical letter to the editor of the journal of paris saying how much money they would save you don't joke about money rather how many pounds of candle wax they would save if the clocks were better aligned with the rise instead of the sun and if people had trouble getting up because they're all groggy and you know trying to get you know they're sleeping because you know we all know that feeling he's quoted as saying let the cannon be fired in every streak to wake the sluggards efficiently he sounds like a pleasant person right so, he's done a lot of good, and then he's also the one we can blame uh, for today. Blame, blame's a good word for blame that. Blame is a good word for yeah. that, yeah. So, even though Franklin was the one that joked about it and gave the idea and whatnot, it wasn't really taken seriously until 1907. That's a long... Okay, so Ben Franklin... 1780s. Seven, yeah, that's 200 years. Well, well over 100 years, years yeah. Uh, wow. There was a uh, British builder by the name of William Willett who was the the push of and champion for daylight savings. He wanted this. He wanted to take full advantage of daylight from April to September because he was out riding his horse one morning and during December and noticed how many blinds were still down, which was signaling to him that the sunlight was going to waste because, you know, people have their blinds down but the sun's up how dare you so how dare you how you, you need to get up and i'm gonna the fix it people have their own internal clocks you get used to waking up at certain times and then you get a bunch of text messages reminding you that daylight savings times this weekend and to make sure you set your clock accordingly just out of curiosity because i know there's some states that don't do daylight savings times and those people are super lucky but what are the states did you find that in your research i don't even know one is hawaii because they're like why should we bother <laughs> and like all of us hawaii and the other one being arizona because they're like arizona, screw this yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it was one of the ones out west that i thought it was yeah it's like not california or someone's like right just pushes progressive it california yeah and they both did it back in the 60s and here we all are, the other 48. Even Alaska, like, you know, following this, like, really? Oh, wow, right? I'm yeah. surprised Alaska did, too. Yeah. 
So along with saving candle wax and just saving what they can, Daylight Savings Time became law during World War One, where European countries and Germany um, had already mandated Daylight Savings Time as a way to reduce electricity and say that would save money for um, saving coal for the war effort. It's always about money. Yeah. There has been debate by researchers who are looking into this because, you know, we still have to worry about these things and, and still research things from, you know, a century ago. But that was their reasoning behind doing this during World War One. Do you know what time we roll our clocks back? Like in the middle of the night? Yes. Isn't it like 2 a.m. or 1 a.m. or something? It's 2 a.m. Do you know oh, cool. Do you know why it's 2 a.m.? Because uh, everyone's asleep? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. The, they, they did it mostly because of the railroads. That it was one of the few yeah. times that there would be no trains traveling on the tracks. And they wanted to interrupt the least amount of train travel across the country. Um, according to Michael Downing, uh, an author who wrote about this, so assuming he knows what he's talking about. And it also was convenient middle ground in the middle of the night, so it wouldn't affect shift workers or churchgoers and screw up the dates for those well, kinds of people. Well, it screws up all these sh- people. Anyway, so why try and fake consideration? Needless to say, the change in our clocks around can have its share of confusing issues oh, going on. After World War II, America decided, you know what, we don't have to do daylight savings time if you don't want to. And only two states said, okay. Well, you're, you're skipping ahead. So oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, some towns decided to skip, stick with it, and they're like, you know, we, we've been doing this, our, our people are used to it, we're not going to change anything. And some other towns, and, and we're like, you know, we're, we're kind of over this. Thank you for letting us do whatever we want now, and we appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you for your permission. But now we have flat-out chaos because you have some places that don't follow it and then some that do. Chaos. Yeah. So it's the natural order. There, there were just so many issues. Reading this off of um, Reader's Digest, on one 35-mile bus ride from Moundsville, West Virginia, to, I'm sorry, Stadingburg, Ohio, took riders through seven different time changes. Seven. It's Ohio to West Virginia. It's not, it, it's a distance, yeah, but like, oh my gosh. It's not seven distance. It's seven different time changes. That's, yeah. There was a point that even the Twin Cities in Minneapolis and St. Paul, Minnesota were on different clocks. It, it's There was just too much disconnect. Yeah. That in 1966, the government's like, you know what, you, you guys, you, you need us, so we're going to go back to this. It's going to be all state or nothing. And the Uniform Time Act was standardized, and it was put in place from the last Sunday in April to the last Sunday in October. Another plus of daylight savings time is more sunlight equals more sales. It's all about money. We have, as Americans, have that extra hour of sunlight. So what are you going to do during the summer except go and uh, 
spend more money, spend more time outside, spend more time with friends. You're going to your barbecue, you're going to your golf outings, you're doing your thing. Uh, the, in 1986, when Congress changed daylight savings time from six to seven months, the golf industry said that that extra month brought them $200 million in additional sales of golf clubs and green fees. Yep. The barbecue industry said the extra month was worth $100 million in sales of grills and charcoal. So there's, there's money to be made there. And another reason why, why should we change it? Gonna make something off of it. Money, money, money. A downfall along with the, the facts that we've given on daily savings time is the number of accidents and heart attacks increase. What? After a study found that after daylight savings time, uh, there was a 5.7% increase in workplace injuries. People being too tired. Too tired, yeah. Duh. And then another study found that the number of heart attacks surged as much as 24% that Monday following our spring forward into daylight savings time. Because people are tired? Probably because they're just over it. Like, you know what? <laughs> I'm over it. Time to but be done. <laughs> the crime rate goes down. The Law Enforcement Assistance Administration found that crime has consistently dropped during daylight savings time by about 10 to 13 percent. Holy wow. Right? It's gotta... You gotta do what you gotta do. Beyond daylight savings time, March is still an awesome month. We're finally getting it, you know, warmed up and whatnot. Getting ready for our, our summer bods, doing our thing. <laughs> to highlight some of the amazing things that have ever happened in the month of March. There's a, a few little facts I want to, you know, share with you. Okay. To, to promote our favorite month. That back in 1987, that last week of March is when the national speed limit on interstates went up from 55 to 65 miles an hour. Since fuel... What year? 87. Our birth year. Yeah. It was the, the fuel had become less of an issue in the 80s, and they were able to increase the national speed limit, and they finally got around to it back in, uh, in 87. Very cool. Other epicness in March? Okay. The Eiffel Tower was first ascended back in 1889. Eiffel himself led a group of government officials up the tower, and the elevators were not in operation yet, so they actually had to oh go on foot, and it took over an hour to oh get up. Oh my god, can you imagine walking all the way up there? I think I would be that person that wouldn't tell them that the elevators didn't work until <laughs> they got there. And they're all excited to go up there. It's like, by the way... <laughs> by the way, y'all's gonna have to walk. On uh, March 10th of 1876, a little before that, Alexander Graham Bell made his first phone call to his assistant, Mr. Watson. Another I'm sure it wasn't much. Sherlock. Sadly, and sadly it was Bell, too. <laughs> yes, yes, we all know your disdain for Alexander Graham Bell. We all know your disdain for Trump. We can all have our things. <laughs> Him and Edison, man, they need, they need to go somewhere. Yes. Agreed. And they're in the ground. They've gone somewhere. President John F. Kennedy founded the Peace Corps. Uh, Peace Corps was back in March of 61. 
You mean the war core? Yes, my love. <laughs> yes, there's my just, love, me. There's no. <laughs> and along with your favorite holiday being in the month of March. Don't even. The We're not talking about St. Patty's Day right now. The precursor of next week will be our, our St. Patrick's Day episode where... I.e. my vent session that you will learn why nobody should be celebrating St. Patty's Day. But also, the month of March is the only month with three consecutive consonants. What? Month of March is the only month that has three consecutive consonants. R-C-H. Oh, that's really cool. I actually, I really like that. Yeah. I would have never, like, thought And now of you that. can start spelling all of them in your head and then figure out, yeah, March really is the only one because you, you needed you to know that. You thought of that before you told me, huh? Totally. Absolutely, yeah. And that the month of March and the month of June, they will have the same last day because math. Math. Math is a glorious thing. Yeah. There you are. That's fun. I like that. As our ending new piece of knowledge for the week, cool. I figured I would ask you and have you ponder why shamrocks are part of St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Um, Any guesses? Saving my rant for next week. I'm going to try and go not cynical and say the four-leaf clover is supposed to be lucky and ties to the luck of the Irish somehow. They, It's more on the three-leaf clover. The shamrock is four-leaf clover, I thought. Those are the lucky ones. They're usually three. So lucky means that you just happen to find one of the very, very rare ones. Because there's not many. Okay. So... Three-leaf clovers, however, are everywhere. You pick one, you're going to probably have that guy in your hand. In St. Patrick, allegedly, used the three-leaf clover to teach the non-believers uh, about the Holy Trinity, and he would use it to convert the Irish over to Christianity during the 4th century. And well, that's it's something we can add for next week. Yeah. So it stuck around by the time the 17th century rolled around, those those in poverty would use it as something to spruce up the way they look because they still wanted to look nice for church. And it just so happened, what was growing outside of their house? Four-leaf clover. Three-leaf clovers. Three-leaf clover, yes. There were, there were some clovers out there. That's what matters. There were clovers. So when uh, the Irish hopped on their boats and came, came along over to the United States, my family included, hopped on over and, and joined, they didn't have clovers everywhere so they used green and they kept wearing green when Mm. the commercialism came around and hallmark and whatnot those things were cemented in postcards in the early 20th century and then hallmark greeting cards and here we are that it's still shoved in our faces the green die in Three or four leaf clovers are part of St. Patrick. Alrighty then. Yeah. 
So no more wearing three-leaf clovers. Or four-leaf clovers or any other clover? Well, I mean, St. Patrick used three-leaf clover for his lies. Yeah, Holy Trinity. But he didn't, yeah. But he didn't use a four-leaf clover, so four-leaf clovers are fine. And they're lucky, so they're even more and fine. They're lucky. Yes. So. Interesting tidbit. I might reuse that next week. Thank you for being with us this week, and come back and join us next week as we get to hear Jess in her rant session on St. Patrick's Day. And why we should all hate him. And if you're interested on why we should all hate St. Patrick and want to get a little more knowledge for your future cocktail parties when quarantine finally ends, come back and join us next week. And until then, question question everything. everything.